0: is jedi master david and with me as always is darth austin hello everyone well we've got a real bad episode in the 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 pipeline the torpedo tube uh the chamber
1: question is are we going to have multiple bad episodes coming up a a batch of bad episodes
0: sounds like sounds like what's going to happen because we're uh we're diving into the bad batch
1: should be very sad the <laughs> sad batch
0: <laughs> without without the uh inference of copyright strikes uh behind blue eyes the who <laughs> <laughs> to be the sad batch oh man yes so we we have um Episode one, episode two to talk about. We have, uh, you know, the May the 4th drop, uh, hour and 14 minutes. And then episode two, which dropped today, it's Friday, uh, May, May 7th. You, <laughs> it's kind of like an old person thing to do, like when they leave you a message. Hello, this is Bob calling you at 9.15 in the morning on November 7th.
1: My phone number is
0: <laughs> at the end of the message.
1: Again, my phone number is yeah, yeah. In case I mumbled too much.
0: Well, it, it's it's funny because like I got a weird call earlier, and and some guy left me a message, and I don't remember setting up my voicemail, but I must have like with my name, because guy was like, hey hey Dave, uh, this is somebody. I couldn't even understand it. Uh, calling back and it was like really jumbled, but it's, I don't know who the heck they were. (laughs) And I think somebody spoofed my number to try and call them. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was, it was like anyway, but no, he, he, he did the, he did he didn't do the date thing. He was definitely (laughs) old, but he didn't do the date thing, but he did do the, the number thing. Uh, yeah, we have caller ID now. <laughs> yeah, it's there, man. <laughs> yeah, so episode one, episode two of Bad Batch are now out. We've got—I don't know—not like a—not like a lot to talk about. I mean,
1: <laughs> we'll we'll go through this fairly smoothly. I think it's not going to be like Mandalorian where we're. Just talking about it and obsessing over what might happen next for three hours per episode, you know
0: yeah, there there wasn't necessarily the like the sparks, I guess mm-hmm. that um but there again, I mean, that happens. that's not that's not unheard of. yeah,
1: so I, I, I would say that we enjoyed it more than when they were in the Clone Wars, so it's definitely a step in the right direction at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. So, I was just scrolling down here through ratings. It seems to be at least the first two episodes seem to be rated pretty well. Um, for the most part, I think, I don't know, people seem to generally be liking it. And I've heard some good things. But, I mean, as with anything, you go into it with a, I don't want to say hesitancy, but just um, trying to be realistic about it, you know?
1: Well, I feel like Bad Batch almost has to, in a way, it needs to prove why it's worthy to be a thing, unlike Mando and so many other things in Star Wars. It was just kind of abrupt and really didn't feel like we needed it after so many seasons of Clone Wars and... Yeah. You know, we were burnt out on clones. There's well, a reason they took so long to finish the series.
0: Yeah, well it's not just that, but the, the Bad Batch episodes were were underwhelming. And yeah. you know, I think a lot of people have to look back and, and really sort of I don't want to say comprehend, but just understand where they were at when we had season seven of Clone Wars and we had this four episode it was four episodes, right? Yes four-episode arc, and it, I don't know. It, I know, I know that a lot of people did not really care for that. So now you have this entire series, and I'm glad the reception's been good. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't think, like, we're not going to tear it apart. We're not going to, like, no. criticize this. But, I mean, the, the fireworks weren't there, you know? it's It's starting it's starting something and I, and I do think it's trying to be its own series, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, it didn't really feel like season eight of clone wars to me. It was definitely different. Uh, The art style was fairly different. You know, they definitely tried to distinguish themselves as a new, a new thing like rebels did, like resistance did. Yeah. Not as much as those two. I mean, I feel like they really diverged from Clone Wars quite a bit, but.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to have to stop you right there, though, because we can't you, you can't just run head first into review on
1: this podcast. <laughs> right. No, you cannot.
0: You got to let it simmer. You, you got to build Marinate it. Got to marinate it. It's like we're, we're talking about it after we talk about our week. So how's your week?
1: Right. I don't know. I don't really remember. You know, just too many, too many parties. I don't remember. It's blurry. Mm. No, <laughs> I feel like we've been saying this for months now. Just not a whole lot going on. But I, the the highlight of my week has literally been having my tooth finally pulled after waiting for two weeks. So <laughs> it's that kind of week.
0: Just, In your your strange baby teeth. Yes, teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, your little chompers. Yeah. Your little gut choppers.
1: It's great.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: man. But other than that, my teeth, according to the dentist, are pretty much perfect. I have no other issues. So I will gladly deal with having one baby tooth. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Not looking forward to dropping like four grand to replace it, but.
0: That is the, the reality, mm-hmm. uh, for sure, uh, of, of any of that kind of stuff. But thankfully, I've I've, you know dental welcome back to the dental podcast <laughs> thankfully i haven't really had much to worry about in that line mm. although you know i always remember as a kid you know i didn't need braces at all my teeth are fine mm-hmm. but then you get a little older and it's like well you know i mean this one tooth is slightly crooked you could totally get Invisalign. <laughs> it's like no i'm cool yeah. i'm i have i know yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> stupid <laughs> Uh well, it's not stupid for the people who really want it, but I'm I'm not I'm not
1: vain like that. Well, I, I don't care. I know that can be for some people just you know, not wanting to smile can really change sure. your outlook on a lot of things being that you know.
0: Yeah, but I don't want to smile. I want to frown at people. Well,
1: I don't know. It feels like a dark side trait to me. <laughs> I feel like you should be celebrating Revenge of the 5th potentially
0: or 6th or you know revenge of the 7th you know you know there was something funny that came along around the same time now that I think about it I mean it's it's always one of those combative twitter people but it was like but if you don't, if you say <laughs> is that how that it's t- <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Was so good after so long. Then you have to like the prequels, and and it's <laughs> you know it. It's like when people spell in the like lowercase and then caps for a few letters and uh-huh. then back to lowercase. I you know. Twitter is such a garbage place. By the way, <laughs> follow us on, you know, at tweet at, Twizy, at TC Plan Podcast, I renamed it Tweec Plan uh, Podcast. No, TC Plan Podcast. But yeah, I mean, it, I see that kind of crap all the time where, you know, well, if you don't like this, you don't like that. It's like, oh, well, no, but that's not even true. However, with that being said, there is a, a kernel of truth there because there were a lot of people... That and we've talked about this before. That hated the prequels, mm-hmm. but you were kind now, of an
1: outcast if you did like the prequels for there for there for a little while, honestly. Yeah.
0: But then everybody goes back and really talks about how great Revenge of the Sith is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Granted, it has amazing choreography, and I think that they got over some of the awkwardness that, that infested Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, to have said at the time that everybody loved Revenge of the Sith is wrong. Mm-hmm. People people bash those movies, and you know what? Maybe 20, 30 years from now, people look back and say, yeah, those sequels are pretty darn good. You remember that Ray Skywalker? She was sick. I don't know.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I see something like that happening.
0: Well, but here's the, here's the difference. Not everybody is hating on the movie. though, like, like they did. I mean, yes, there is, but just saying that you didn't enjoy the last Jedi doesn't mean you hate the series. It just no. means that you had problems with, it. and you know what? I have problems with it at times. Mm-hmm. I still like it, but it doesn't mean that I don't have problems with some of it.
1: Well, honestly, you could go as far as to even say, if someone says, eh, that just wasn't my favorite movie people get in an uproar about it. Yeah, it It, it does. Literally, you cannot have every single Star Wars movie be your favorite. So just saying that doesn't mean it's negative. It just means it doesn't hit your top three. Yeah, exactly. Or something like that,
0: you know? And if you think you've heard this rant before, it's because you have. We've Mm -hmm. said it a lot, but it just keeps coming up.
1: Well, I think the thing is people get so offended because there are a lot of people who the sequels is their favorite.
0: Sure, and, and that's cool.
1: And you take it, people take it very personally oh God. when someone else says, yeah, I didn't like that. Because yeah. what, what they take it as is, oh, so you're just saying that I'm a stupid person because I did
0: like that. Well, yeah, no. obviously, that's what we're saying.
1: No, I'm just saying it wasn't my favorite. <laughs> we have different tastes, and it's okay. Yeah. I don't get offended when people say the Solo was a bad movie. I don't agree, but mm. it's... Their opinion versus mine doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, <laughs> a movie wasn't made to entertain every single person. There's no movie out there that has ever done that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like I feel like we're going to talk about that forever, though, is it, it just continues to pop up. People need to get over it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, just
0: some, some people aren't going to like this. Some people aren't going to like that. We have our favorites and, and let it be.
1: There's yeah. so much diversity in Star Wars that there's something for everybody.
0: Oh yeah. But, yeah, for sure.
1: But I would really argue with anyone who says that they absolutely love every single bit of Star Wars. You probably don't. There's probably quite a few things you don't like and you're just not thinking about them right now. Yeah, sure. Don't tell me you've read every book and
0: enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> half the people haven't read half the books. Right and there are certainly books that we didn't care for as much and there are mm-hmm. books that we we really love both in canon and out of canon.
1: Yeah. I mean, look at Alphabet. That yeah. that got amazing reviews and it wasn't really our favorite. It started
0: off really well, but it yeah, did. it kind of um bottomed out unfortunately. But anyway, enough with the negativity. Obviously that doesn't really get us anywhere, but I think it's good to point out Because if the negative is always going to be pointed out, I think we also have to highlight that you you just bypass it. You don't have to be that way. Right. You can like something and not like another thing. Just, you know, don't talk about it on Twitter. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Just don't use Twitter.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah.
1: It's funny. I did catch myself last week kind of getting into one of those pissing matches on Facebook because... I forget what it was about, but some guy had posted on some nerd channel that I follow a piece of art he had done that was pretty cool. It was for a video was game that I liked. Was it
0: DeviantArt? No, it wasn't. Was, was it a bunch of pregnant Sonics?
1: <laughs> no, I think it was Sun Halo related. But anyway, the piece of art was really good. And I was bored, so I was going through the comments, and I saw this one guy who was like, oh, well, you know, that's, that's trash. You could have done so much better. And I don't know why it triggered me, but for some reason I felt the need to comment. It's like, well, then you do better and post it. Go ahead. And I got in this fight for like 20 minutes with this guy who is obviously a troll. Yeah. it's like, And this is why I don't interact with people online.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't really do too much of that, but periodically because I, you know, I like music and I mess around a lot with like pedals and so forth, guitar pedals. Um, you know, I'll, I'll look in the forums and stuff, and that, there's actually quite a love hate relationship with a lot of different pedals. Really, people can find it, things to be strong willed about all all the time. You know, because you have like, <laughs> this is super duper Star Wars. <laughs> this this is for all the all the Cantina Band listeners out there. So, you know, a tube screamer. So a Tube Screamer has a slight mid-hump in it, which gives it a, a color. It's a colored effect. When, when we talk about a bump in the mid-range, it, it colors it, and then you ha- it colors your sound. Whereas like something that doesn't have that, that's relatively flat, the buzzword is transparent. So it's taking the sound from your amp and just adding a little bit of crunch or distortion to it. Tube screamers are like, if you ever listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan, Stevie Ray Vaughan used almost exclusively a tube screamer and cranked amps. Mm -hmm. So his sound, which was amazing, uh, you know, was effectively using a tube screamer, John Mayer. Mm -hmm. And I only say John Mayer because like for guitar, the guitar community, especially like, uh, Instagram, everybody loves John Mayer. John Mayer uses a, uh, it's a TS 10 tube screamer, which now is um, very expensive, like three, $400 now. Oh, wow. And those were not, like, they were not crazy great builds. But, you know, everybody, oh, what, what does he use? What is he? Ah, Tube Screamer. <laughs> you know, and then, like, if you look down on the floor, because you're actually in-house this time, <laughs> we didn't mention that, but the Morning Glory, the gold pedal, is a blues breaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bluesbreaker is a non-coloring, basically transparent overdrive. There are hundreds of of Bluesbreaker clones, which the the original Bluesbreaker was made by Marshall, and uh, that's a variant. You have the Snouse Black Box, which is super. It's like on a two-year waiting list right now. The Analog Men Prince of Tone or the King of Tone. Which the king of tones on a three-year waiting list. Wow. For the same I mean, it's not the same. They have their little tweaks, but it's still a blues breaker at its heart. The debates that people get into on pedals can get vicious. And I think it's is people get passionate about what they love. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm a strat guy. No, 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 you gotta have a telecaster. No, dude, Gibson Les Paul. And if you have an Epiphone Les Paul, you're a loser. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same. All oh, you like, uh, you like Mace Windu. Stupid purple lightsaber. No, purple lightsabers are the best. If you don't have a purple lightsaber, you're a loser. You know what I mean? That absolutist attitude. Mm-hmm. Pretty Sithy. Unfortunately, it's pretty Star Wars-y in general. <laughs> and I feel like
1: a lot of people outside of the Star Wars community feel that way. Like they just look in oh, yeah. through the window. It's like, wow, these are just a bunch of grown babies fighting each other mm-hmm. over. Well, their favorite thing.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of that with Mandalorian because you've got so many casual fans. Yeah. And then they start looking around for news and you have Star Wars fans that are just nuts. And they're like, what is wrong with you people? Yeah. I mean,
1: I hate to say it. And, you know, yes, we're probably offending someone by saying this, but it can be a little embarrassing. Like it almost makes you feel in certain circles, you have to show that you're not that crazy Star Wars fan. Because it's just like expected of you to be that.
0: Yeah. And I mean, we can reference more, you know, books and and lore, canon versus non-canon as well. But we just, I I choose not to. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy what you can. If you like Star Wars, sick. If you don't like Star Wars, okay, fine. Watch something else.
1: Yeah. And I've really never been that big into you know, arguments and debates with other star Wars fans. Honestly, it no. doesn't really bring me any joy. Like I had a buddy over uh, a week or two ago and we got to talking about rebels and a few other things and yeah, you know, how we're going to continue that and find out what happened. Cause we had talked about Thrawn a bit and he's like, well, I just want to know what happened to Thrawn and Kanan. It's like, what? I'm like, well, yeah, you know, he they both disappear. It's like, you Mean Ezra? No, it was Canaan. You know, he. Canaan's
0: dead. Yeah. I'm not not getting into
1: this argument with you, but okay. (laughs) Because I know you could destroy me with some Old Republic lore facts that I.
0: (laughs) I um, mean, this is is the same (laughs) argument I get into with her dad every time. Um, uh, What's the actor's name? Oh, Friday. Empire and.
1: Yes, I know the argument you're
0: talking about. You've had this argument so many times. It's not Empire. What is it called? Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. It'll come as soon as I see his stupid face. Steve Buscemi. So there have been a number of Steve Buscemi death hoaxes. Yeah. <laughs> and our dad is convinced that he's dead.
1: I've actually looked up. Multiple things that prove that it was a hoax, and he still doesn't believe it.
0: No, I know, and 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 we've we've had that like multiple times, but he is still alive. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, did his wife die? Oh, uh, okay, or no, maybe. Oh no, she's uh, the divorced. <laughs> 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 or did it? Ooh, uh, d- hey, look, look right here. Did Steve Buscemi pass? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, his wife did die. Oh no. Oh, really? Oh, that wow. sucks. 2019. Huh. Wow. God, yeah, that's terrible. Um, but at any rate, we have the same argument every time. And it's like, no, he's still very clearly alive, but he's had several death hoaxes mm-hmm. surrounding him. He's sixty three. He's not. He's not old.
1: One of these days, I just hope they comes out with a new show or movie or something, so we can show him and see if the argument still lives on or
0: not. Yeah, I don't know. Is he? Has he, he really done anything? I mean, this is.
1: I haven't seen anything from not them specifically looking for content that he's. I mean, put d- out. just to
0: tie it back to the subject, yeah, he's totally in Cassian. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, he has been pretty steadily working random stuff here. I don't know any of it, but yeah. He pretty much does something every year, a couple things every year. <laughs> there you go. Steve Buscemi, everyone. So
1: that's how you squash that argument,
0: clearly. It'll never <laughs> die. It'll eventually be brought up again. So anyway, yeah, toxic fandom is what it is. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Star Just Wars. don't is, be a part of it. There's a ton of great <laughs> stuff about Star Wars. Just find what you love. And don't worry about the rest, man. We've got a ton of uh, content coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Been some, you know, leaked terrible, two th- early 2000s cell phone pictures uh, leaked of like the the filming for um, uh, Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't you see it? Don't you see the secrets? No, because it's an early 2000s flip phone. Is that, a, is that on a juke? <laughs> Did you take that photo with a juke, <laughs> dude? You're. I don't know if anybody ever remembers that phone. You won that in like a claw game, didn't you? Was it a claw game? It was. It was a game. It Was a I vending I think it machine. was
1: one of those like at the mall games where you had a little bar sliding up and down. You had to stop it right in the center. Mm-hmm. You do that like three times in a row, and you get these ridiculous prizes. Like I remember at one point they had a PSP in there. And, you you like super expensive stuff, and I was were, actually pretty lucky with
0: those. You you were you were actually weirdly good at a lot of those uh, yeah. type of uh, skill game. You know what you should do you should you should do one of those skill game channels. You know that those are actually pretty big, right? really. Yeah. No, I've never really. Of course they're all it. lies. What they do is they buy a machine that they can manipulate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, uh, and and they have the clickbait. Somebody did a video on this that I watched. Uh, oh, I want an iPhone and a in cl- <laughs> a machine and it was like it was their home machine and it was just the iPhone <laughs> box, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. You missed your calling, man. But yeah, he won, a, he won a little cell phone called the Juke. It was microscopic.
1: It was. Well, what it was, was an MP3 player that they basically said, hey, you know what? Let's allow people to make calls from this MP3 player.
0: <laughs> yeah, but didn't it do a rotating flip? It like rotated the-
1: 180. The face of it rotated up, and then you had your standard uh, three-letter nine key
0: i'm just trying to think wasn't there a movie that had a phone that did that because because i I know like well the matrix did the did the flip out bottom it wasn't it was like a retractable bottom and then like tony stark had the wasn't that like a second or third gen sidekick that that swooped up or something to have like a little screen and that was really big at Mm -hmm. one point
1: I think there was something really similar to the Juke, but I couldn't tell you what the movie was
0: anyway I don't think it was it would have been that small that thing was right. micro it was, it was I don't even well, you were a kid, so well, <laughs> I'm and, gonna text all my friends and, on my juke
1: and honestly, like <laughs> saying that I was too young for a phone back then compared to now when people get phones is ridiculous, but I no. think I was like
0: ten eleven
1: I roughly mean, I, I think I was so, I think it
0: was seventeen when i and mine was a, a prepaid like track phone. It was yeah. it was a Nokia. Yeah, it had snake on it. You get that from, Dollar
1: General or whatever. Whoever sold them back then. <laughs> no idea.
0: I don't remember. I just remember it was a. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was.
1: It was. A you terrible cared phone. more about
0: your iPod than you cared about your phone. Let's be honest. Well, my iPod had games and music on it. So yeah, yeah it was sick. <laughs> All right. Twenty-five minutes in, we've we haven't talked about Bad Batch really. Remember, if
1: we start now, it needs to be less than our rants, so we only have twenty minutes to talk about it. <laughs>
0: Goodness. Well, uh, spoilers obviously had. Always, there's, there's not much to spoil, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start ripping into ripping, rocking into Bad Batch here. So episode one was called Aftermath. Episode two, Cut and Run. Cut <laughs> and Run. Cut. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I'm, I'm trying to multitask speaking and thinking about the first episode, despite the fact that I want to look something <laughs> up from the second episode. Um, the first episode, though, basically, we had Clone Wars Recap, and then, which actually, I'm I'm pulling up here because I, I want to look at the sort of the animation style from their recap before we actually get into the episode here. Because I, you know, I don't know about you, but I I felt that there were not significant changes, but enough changes where I kind of um, I noticed them. You know what I mean? And and I I kind of want to get their little recap going here so I can I can think about this a little bit. So I, I guess. I guess, first and foremost, do you want to talk about the art style? Is that cool to talk about yeah, first? Yeah, let's
1: go that route first.
0: Um, <laughs> were you worried that they were going like to really like really change it, like a full new art style?
1: Well, obviously, I, since we saw the trailer, no. But for a little bit, yes, I was. When it was first announced...
0: Um, yeah, I guess that's more what I meant. I probably should have clarified that. I guess my,
1: my thing was, and we've talked about this in detail... Neither of us like the art style for Resistance, and I was slightly worried it would go closer to that or like an anime art style. So I am glad they didn't change it a whole lot since these do kind of tie into Clone Wars a bit. Mm -hmm. If I had to describe the Bad Batch art style compared to Clone Wars, I'm going to go super nerdy here, and I haven't done this for a while, so I'm going to butcher all the terminology, but like... Skyrim modding is a really big thing always has been mm-hmm. and one thing that was always really popular was like everyone always said oh the gameplay's fine we don't need to change a whole lot other than patch all the bugs no that, that engine was great yes but what everyone liked to do was make high res patches yeah, te- texture packs texture packs and stuff like that and that's kind of what I feel like when I watch Bad Batch it's just a modded Clone Wars basically <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I agree. It, it seems like a little bit more high res, but y- you see a lot more of the sort of brush stroking. Yeah, which I, for the most part, I actually enjoyed that quite a bit. There there are times when I think it's a little overdone. Mm-hmm. I will hands. say, though... Hand, what's that? Hands.
1: Anything do, that oh. has to do with interacting with anything with your hands.
0: Yeah, their <laughs> hands are a little weird. The sand thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that obviously, but actually that goes into another point. I felt that it it did feel a little bit inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Like there were times when there was like almost hyper realism, kind of like the mocap um, Ahsoka Mall fight mm-hmm. from the seventh season of Clone Wars, and then there were times where it's like we've stepped into a PS3 game. Yeah, awkward body, an, body movements. An and... early PS3 game. Yeah, like I I, I we. <laughs> Not to get off track, but you came in and I I had whipped out the PS3 because I'm planning on getting rid of it. It's just been sitting collecting dust, but I got it out to play Oblivion. I had a copy of Oblivion and I just Mm -hmm. never played it when I got it. So I was like, I'm going to play this. And I'm like, dude, I used to play Skyrim on this. Like this looks not great, (laughs) even though I wasn't even really able to get that far because it's so buggy. Right. But um yeah, it it felt like there were certain textures that felt a little bit lagging behind. Like, you know, they they tried to put too much into things, but we'll, we'll roll through that. I'm I'm playing the episode behind us so that we can kind of do a little bit more commentary style in a way. But yeah, the the art style. There were certainly points where it was beautiful.
1: Yes, it was just not very consistent. It's weird because at some points, like it was, we had talked about. It's almost like. You went from a show to like a cutscene in a video game, a well done cutscene in a video game. Yeah, good call. But, and I can't even really explain, but there's just something about the movement style from a game engine compared to this style of animation that's very distinct. You know, and and I don't know if it's like a loop effect, like a walking loop effect where you kind of notice every few steps that just repeats itself.
0: Well, yeah, maybe some short cutting. I don't know. I, I I get what you mean, but some, but certainly some of it was was great. Mm-hmm.
1: The lighting, for the most part, was excellent. There was a few times when it felt a little too dark, but like when we got off of Camino and we started exploring um, the world on episode two,
0: yeah,
1: we noticed like little bits of. Uh, dust in the air, and little things floating around, little specks. And it's really super detailed, like hyper-realistic.
0: Yeah, but in the same scene, some of the grass was a little – felt, looked a little low-res. And we – I mean, we're watching this on a – I think my TV out there is like 55-inch, capable 4K TV. Mm -hmm. So it's like – it's not – a. It's not probably like the highest end TV, but it's a good TV, right? You know, we're not looking. You know, at like in this room, I have this old thirty-two inch that per, I mean, like 100 hundred dollar TV. I mean, it m- might be ten eighty p, maybe, mm. but probably runs most not stuff at seven twenty. <laughs> but it's okay; it's fine for just my workout room. Mm. But um, yeah, I there were there were a little, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But I guess let's let's roll into a little bit of the story. Because after our um recap we we roll right into the battle. And you know, I remember I said it's like, God, are we again are we backtracking into yeah. this? How many angles do we need to see order sixty six through? But this time we see it through Depa Balaba's mm-hmm. point of view. And uh man, that was um that was something. Yeah. And then we get to see uh, another friend, future friend. Oh, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb Doom or um, Kanan Jarrus. I don't know. Do, do you think kid Kanan really looks like like older Kanan? I was more put off by the voice. Well, I think it was voiced by Freddy.
1: yeah. But it was kind of weird. It's like you've already got slightly an adult voice, and it's just kind of awkward.
0: Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think that they were trying. I think it felt like they were trying to de-age it a little bit. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I didn't really. I didn't. I get it. I didn't really feel feel that way about it. You know, for whatever reason, I thought it was okay. But we also have our bad batch. They're yeah. the reinforcements, and um. There is, before, I'm not, I'm not going to go into it because I don't really care all that much, but there is a little perceived retconning of the Depa Bulab and Caleb Dune story here.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: same planet, different atmosphere. Like, you know, I get I, and I, I think I have that comic line or at least some from it, but I've never read it. Uh, apparently, no snow. And there was more mm-hmm. involvement by the people of the world there. Mm-hmm. Um and there was also something about like uh Kanan having a playing with like a uh Holocron. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. She's still killed the exact same way though, correct? Well, uh, there's some debate about that. Again, I, I haven't read the comic, but from what I what I just saw was like they were like closer together. Mm-hmm. Uh, any, I I don't I think it's I think it's um, ticky tack, really.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't feel like again I haven't read the comic either, but I don't feel like from what I've heard it's a big enough retcon to really even complain
0: about. Well, and I'll, I'll also say this: if we're just retconning a comic, then you know it's a comic. So be it. I mean, yes, comics are canon sometimes,
1: but <laughs> yeah, I mean Vader. But, but there horses, are so, so few yeah. people who actually consume that form of media that I just, I don't get heard about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We, we eventually I'm going to, I'm going to force you into doing a, uh, a book. Um, I'm going to look up the name here because I I can't remember Uh, a new dawn. We're eventually going to have to get into a new dawn. Okay. And that, that I think will be, I think that'll be interesting to set to set into. That's from 2014, and I believe it is canon. Yeah, this is a canon book. Okay, so we'll probably roll. roll we'll roll into that uh, here at here at some point. I, I think that shouldn't be a really long. When it's 400 pages, so but we'll we'll talk about that later. Um. So anyway. We get the order sixty six. Uh, we also have sort of like kind of a, I don't know, a moment between Kanan and the Bad Batch, where he's like, "Oh, you'll This is Wrecker and Hunter, and you know, oh, they're so cool." It's like it's like they have fan club. It's yeah. like they're trying to build this weird fan club thing. Like they're almost like, "Hey, can you sign my? B- you you you. Uh, it's not a baseball card. You're uh, <laughs> my collector card of you know." Oh I collected them all. Can you sign
1: my <laughs> my uh was it call sign? Not call sign. Was well oh, episode two. I'm draw I keep uh, drawing a blank chain on code. A, chain code. <laughs> my floppy disc chain code. Yes. Yeah. It was weird though, like you have both Caleb and Omega being like, Hey, just in case you forgot all their names So did you really have to have them
0: do that? Um yeah it was it was something so anyway we we get the uh order 66 which is actually
1: the most accurate from all the animated shows because they actually show like perfect rendered scenes of like grievous getting into his little escape
0: pod and well yeah that was yeah that uh, was some of the yeah
1: palpatine recap doing his little speech about being scarred and all that right yeah that was that was appreciated
0: i do think that was kind of cool yeah, and uh, <laughs> I pointed this out during the show. Man, Deppa Blava, man. She she has some smoky eyeshadow, dude. Yeah. She she's uh she's she's styling on the battlefield, <laughs> you know. Uh, interesting character. I don't know if she has any book appearances that uh, maybe that might be interesting. I'd like to look into that. Yeah, we'll see. So The Order 66 uh w- I mean it, it I don't know if it was as emotional as other ones that I've seen. I think probably the best was Ahsoka feeling through the Force. Everyone on the on the ship mm-hmm. in in uh, season seven. I think that mm-hmm. might have been the most impactful to me. I would agree with that. But um, I mean this was this was pretty wild. In all in all honesty, and you know having Kanan, you know, run up on it, seeing her get shot a few times. And uh also Yeah, he rushes in too. Yeah. Cause I think I think in in reference of Retcon, it, it's kind of one of those deals where it's almost as if, you know, that they, they tried to break it down like he just he ran away, but mm-hmm. he was going to go help, at least now uh basically a canon source here saying that he would would have because he rushed toward them. Right. But as he was told to run away by his master, he runs back into the Bad Batch and he just saw clones assassinate his master and he runs from them. Uh, we realize that Echo, Wrecker, Hunter, and Tech are not affected by Order 66. Don't even know what the order is. Exactly. But we do start to see that crosshair is still affected mm-hmm. by the,
1: by the chips. Slightly, though. I would argue not as aggressively. You know, He wasn't going after him as aggressively as any other clone would. True. He was still, and they do explain this a little further yeah, down the we'll line, but he was fighting to it. it to an extent, but not all that much.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But he definitely was, was prepared to kill mm-hmm. Caleb here whereas Hunter just sort of wanted to understand what was going on with the kid like what's cuz they didn't see Depa Balava being taken out mm-hmm. they were away from that particular scene um they do catch up with him well Hunter kind of catches up with him and we have this little canyon that he's able to jump over and you knew it was happening, like from the second you saw it. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter. Uh, Hunter does um, lie and say that you know Caleb. Oh no, I stunned him when he jumped and he fell. And uh, crosshair doesn't believe it, and we figure out later that he did write a report to that effect as mm-hmm. well. Um, another stylistic thing. I think Balaba's saber did seem a little bit thinner, mm-hmm. but Caleb's saber was definitely fatter.
1: Caleb's is about
0: perfect. Yes, I would agree.
1: I was never a big fan of the sabers in Rebels, so I was glad to see that not make its way into Bad Batch. Yeah,
0: but again, like I said, I think, I think Deppa Balaba's saber was skinnier. Yeah. Which, yeah. it's like, stop it. <laughs> Just Nobody stop likes that. it. No, nobody <laughs> does. It looks flimsy.
1: And it'd be ten times harder to deflect anything.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, sort of. So anyway, we go back to home base on Camino, home sweet home. Mm-hmm. Smells in the room, apparently.
1: Get used to it.
0: Wrecker has a weird doll, waifu, doll. waifu bunny, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> What's the anime bunny? Isn't there some weird, like, anime bunny thing? Mm. I don't know, dude. It's
1: like a Pokemon thing.
0: It's like a weird bunny in that. Mm.
1: That people get weird about. (laughs) (laughs) Really weird.
0: Ew. All right. Well, yeah. Whatever. And then we have this the Palpatine speech where all the the troopers are... um, sort of lined up the audio for that was a little funky yeah you know it's definitely echoey which is essentially kind of what you would expect in that room but not what you would expect for like quality you know like Mm -hmm. what's he saying do i have to turn on subtitles for this right so uh you know but he exposes his galactic empire. And, and then we see Omega for the first time. Mm-hmm. And Omega goes and, you know, hey, you're, you're Hunter Echo Tech Wrecker. I've got all your, your cards in my room. You know, you're super cool. I've got the collectible action figures with <laughs> the Kung Fu Grip. What the heck was Kung Fu Grip? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I think there was a G.I. Joe thing. But well, what was the point? Like, why was it so,
1: why was it such so, a big deal?
0: Like Kung Fu chop, but or right. like a Judo chop, but like Kung Fu grip.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't remember Bruce Lee just gripping right. people. <laughs> yeah, unless he was ripping their heart out or stomping on and stomping their heart mainly. Anyway, Omega, um, we have, at least through tech, have, have confirmed throughout this that she is a clone. Mm-hmm and she is a genetic abnormality like mm. the bad batch we had theory well we didn't have theories we had thoughts and our prior episode. daughter <laughs> well yeah which yeah. I, I that, mean I, I knew was a long didn't make
1: that big of a deal to me difference
0: to me either way yeah i knew it was a long shot but it, i just thought it would been it would have been cool yeah for that to have happened but i i guess yeah, i guess like, not gonna
1: happen um the second you heard her accent though it'd be like no this would just be weird
0: <laughs> yeah and just I, be weird i have to say i think it calmed down over the series but the first couple lines from her i felt were a little off uh, like the mix the audio mix it's like they were almost they're mm-hmm. uh, whacking mics almost <laughs> too compressed almost like Almost like too much. Mm. Too too mm-hmm. perfect type of deal. It didn't feel natural. And then it, it got better over time, but the the mix on the audio just seemed a little weird for me. But there again, I mean, what do I know?
1: Some of the dialogue as well was a little rough with her. E- uh, j- just the writing style of how a lot of these characters talk to each other. Wrecker being one of the worst. It just got kind of annoying and well, well they really played played up how dummy is. Yeah, way more than they did in clone wars and I don't really get why other than
0: just we need to have comedic relief. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a little strange. Um anyway, after Omega who, you know, basically the Kaminoans uh, say oh she's like a my medical assistant. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Your medical sure. experiment. Yeah. Um we then get uh, admiral Tarkin who is coming in to essentially evaluate if the empire is still going to do anything with clones. Tarkin doesn't have a great opinion. Never has. Right. Sorry. Yawns must be getting late anyway. Um, and I think if he had his way cancel everything, he even says the Camino it's like, Your contract was with the New Republic. They no longer exist. Yeah. So, he does run a test for the Bad Batch, which, did did that make a lot of sense to you? I mean, what's he looking for?
1: I don't know, because, I mean, did he want to continue cloning, but only... Clone Force 99 clones, or, like, is this kind of the start of the Death Trooper program? I mean, what what's going or on Or Palpatine.
0: Here? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But they run them through this test. They, they're they acing the test, and then they start making the droids shoot live fire. Which was a little odd to me,
1: because, like, you have the little interaction with Tarkin and the head dude. In the facility it's like well we wouldn't want to do that because it would damage a facility <laughs> and potentially kill our clones like but then why do you have them on standby like why do Outfit. you have them already ready to go for i mean that? i guess like, you could security
0: i don't yeah. know
1: yeah it's a little shaky it's a, it's a little bit which by the way those droids you pointed out do kind mm-hmm. of look a little familiar don't they
0: yeah, what were they, Dark Troopers or whatever yeah. from Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of similar. Uh, at, l- at least
1: First iteration, somewhat.
0: maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe they were people. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I'm just saying at some point, certain Moff went to Kamino and kind of just stole that design, I'm thinking. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Well, he's just an admiral anyway, so for yeah. now. Um. Yeah, interesting bringing Tarkin in here. I mean, I've always thought he was uh, an interesting character. And again, without going past the first Star Wars movie, he would have just been the bad guy.
1: Yeah, there was no Palpatine at that point. He was the yeah. main baddie.
0: So, good character, though. Um. That being said, they do identify that... Oh no! I guess we could talk about the lunchroom uh, food fight. Can we
1: not? There's like nothing good about that entire scene.
0: <laughs> you mean the the sweet bricks of whatever they were eating, like literal bricks? They, they looked
1: eating. like bricks, but think about when they got thrown at people. They just exploded into a gushy mess. <laughs> yeah. like,
0: what is this? Is it a stale jelly donut? <laughs> yeah. Who, who knows? Who knows what the heck that was? But well, I mean, just to be brief about it. Omega comes down and sits with him, and that's where we get the sad batch. You get some super
1: uh, awkward dialogue right there. It's like, hey, remember me from the corridor? Yeah. Omega, I know your names. Awkward smile.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, anyway, Omega throws some soup or whatever at one of the regs, you know. Rigs. And they have fight. They fight, fight each other, you know, and then. A lot of pans to the head. Echo gets knocked unconscious. That's mm-hmm. fun. Um, yeah. I, I mean, this. Let's move on. I uh, moving on. They're sent on a mission. Yeah. <laughs> Long story short, they're sent on a mission to destroy what are being said to be separatists, and what we find out is it's actually some uh, Republic former Republic fighters, including. Saul Guerrero mm-hmm. and a bunch of refugees. Yeah. I mean, you know, a couple kids, old granny mm-hmm. with her staff. You wouldn't deny an old man his staff. <laughs> I told you to take the wizard's staff.
1: <sighs> I don't know why, but I instantly thought like the grandma from Forest Collector when I saw her. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a good call back. Well anyway, Bad Batch doesn't kill him. And uh this is, air's not happy about this either. No, he, he's he's not. And they're seeing the cracks in this obviously, but they 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 seem to still have enough trust to say that he wouldn't he wouldn't like turn his back on them at mm-hmm. this point. And it's not too long after that he does. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as they go back to Camino, they're instantly arrested. There was a probe droid, and uh, I mean, it was it was another one of Tarkin's tests to see if they would actually follow orders, and they didn't. Crosshair is taken out. His chip is messed with, so now he's like a super follow order guy, sharpshooter, face tattoo person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, they escape. They punch a wall in a specific place. the The escape was kind of corny. It's like, well, these weren't built to contain us. If you just punch the wall, it'll be great. You mean like this?
1: Yeah. No. The first one wasn't even a punch. It was like knocking on a door.
0: Yeah, it was. That was a little bit hokey.
1: And then they're like just
0: hiding it, but like. Form a wall. Form a wall. They won't look. Yeah, I mean, made the troopers (laughs) seem really stupid, the clones really dumb in that that instance. Yeah. Uh, Omega gets to sort of save the day, and then they escape after being confronted by Crosshair, and Omega all of a sudden can shoot guns out of people's hands. But only... One accurate yeah, shot. Only one. <laughs> the rest It's like this is my special ability. I'm gonna use that. Oh, now it needs to recharge. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> my special augmentation is one really good shot per day. And then I have a cooldown. <laughs> it's my cooldown effect. I have a daily ability. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh God. So anyway. Um, so they take their little modified shuttle and away they go.
1: Yep, uh, kind of an awkward space scene too, because like they're really not trying all that hard to escape. It seems like.
0: Yeah, I remember that as. Oh, and by the way, one of the the Caminoans, one of the Caminoans, do help them escape. Yeah. Which I believe I don't know. Maybe I'm
1: just thinking this name sounds familiar. But I believe she's the one that talks to Obi Wan in Attack
0: of the Clown. I yeah, I do believe you are correct. Um, I was gonna try and like get to a point where maybe they say her name in the subtitles of this episode, but I I do think that she is meant to be the one that that Obi Wan spoke to when when he first came to Kamino.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It is interesting. Why? Why she would help. And, and I don't think the prime minister is in on this, but why would she help? It all yeah. seems to cycle down to who Omega. is Camino or who, <laughs> who is Omega? What is Omega? What's the purpose of Omega?
1: Yeah. I think that's what boils down to. I don't think this Camino I mean, cared about the Bad Batch. They just want to help Omega out.
0: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. And that's pretty much it. Oh, well, the 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 lazily uh, just coasting through space. I mean, still inside of the planet. Yeah. Apparently, there are no intercepting ships.
1: I just had an issue with that because, like, you even get a scene when they first go to a Camino where you have two fighter pilots flanking them on each side, asking for clearance codes. It's like, well, where were they when they escaped? Yeah. That's like, I'm sure they would still easily escape,
0: but they could have given them some obstacles along the way. Yeah, but I mean, like, is is that the only transport vehicle that they have? Right. All the clones, they have one. I don't know, man. Uh, That struck me as really odd. Well,
1: even the way they kind of showed off the hangar bay. It's like that entire hangar bay is just for the one transport.
0: Yeah. And they didn't show
1: any other hangar bays nearby, so it's just really
0: odd. Yeah, I don't expect them to have, like, anything crazy but something.
1: Yeah, like,
0: (laughs) you need some aerial defense. I don't know, dude. I, I just, that, and it happens again in the second episode. I just, uh, I don't know. It just, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know why. It just did. We probably are being a bit nitpicky because we could probably no, do this. No, we're not. About I mean, it's Wars, a, it, it, it is, is essentially it's a military, valid. or uh, it's, a, it's effectively a military location. And they yeah. don't have a single other spacecraft. Or anti air. Well, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that like this is like a major place right here. This would be the you wouldn't number have had one target. A Star target. Destroyer? You wouldn't have had a Star Destroyer in orbit yeah. if you were the Empire.
1: Well, and even before Empire, this is the number one target for the Separatists. You'd think they would have defenses like crazy to deal with in
0: Armada. Yeah it, did, yeah, it did. It didn't make any. It didn't make any sense, dude. It really didn't.
1: Camino has always been weird for me because, like, you look at the facility. It's like, so this is where all clones are manufactured. It's a super tiny facility, and I just yeah. feel like it's logistically impossible the amount of clones they're pumping out, and the fact they're able to defend themselves. Cool
0: map on Battlefront too, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And a, and a neat campaign mm-hmm. or whatever that sort of story driven mode was. Yeah. Where you were still f- multiplayer, but it was like a story. Well, at that point, you were actually
1: a stormtrooper and you were there to kill all the clones. Because, yeah, like, they were. It's,
0: it's been a long time. They were
1: rising up and starting to fight the Empire at that point. I forget who they were fighting for. Probably one of
0: the remaining Jedi. Some of their stories and.
1: We're actually really
0: cool in the multiplayer. At some point, we'll have to go over Battlefront. Maybe. Well, anyway, episode two, cut and run. We're going to meet an old friend. Yeah.
1: And we totally guessed it without really even trying. (laughs) (laughs) Because they don't have many friends. Well, yeah. I mean, who are they going to? And I really don't even remember them interacting with this guy. I just, for some reason, I guessed it. Like, I remember him interacting with Rex. I
0: think that was a point. It was like an off-screen type of thing. So we... um, I actually want to see if I can't find what planet that was. Do you remember the planet name? Oh,
1: no. No, I don't
0: remember this one. Was it... I keep wanting to say alderon but it's not No, that's
1: it, where they ran into Saul Guerrero.
0: Yeah. Oh, but that was like onder sunderon whatever. Yeah. Oh, uh this what's this what's this word? Sale sale Salukami. Sa- it's Salukami. Sale <laughs> It's Salukami. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> looks like Sale Yukami. Little street fighter there. Salukami, so yeah. So we're going to meet Cut, yeah, and his uh, his
1: awkward family,
0: yeah, a little who bit. has some
1: skin issues. Well, one does. <laughs>
0: but yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, what was his wife's name? Ugh. You know the the the, the wife, his wife. Sue. Is it actually Sue? Yeah, S U U. So ooh. No, I'm it's gonna just so, say I don't think it, I don't think that had that inflection in the episode. <laughs> so he's got some sick mutton chops and a couple oh, of kids. Yeah. So that was nice. And he, here here it, like really in the first like two minutes is where Ugh. we get the um kind of awkward animation that we talked about. So Omega sees sunlight
1: for the first time in her life.
0: Essentially, yeah, and, and plays in the dirt. Um and it was when she goes to play in the dirt that it looks like, uh, like a... Uh, like they ran out of time. For, they P- ran PS3. completely out of
1: time for this scene.
0: Yeah, and it's just... Th- this is where some of the the grass textures kind of stuck out to me a little bit. And the the dirt, like we're, we're just re-watching this dirt as it goes into her hand. Mm. And it's just, it is a little... It's not a very fluid motion as she picks it up. It doesn't look like she's actually making contact. The animation of the people is fine, but it's just, you know, like, some of these textures on this grass is, like, really super low res and flat. Um, But the people are fine. It's just... I don't know. It, It... it's interesting how this is. It's like they just didn't get their their twenty twenty render pack going. Right? You know? They they didn't get the patch to this world. You know? the little <laughs> animals are okay though. I mean, the animals are fine. Well, and then even then, when we go like into the this plant field, like the yeah, what what, what the heck are these this? things?
1: <laughs> it's, it's
0: it's like the bulb field. It's an apple apple orchard. Yeah, yeah, I guess face apple. <laughs> so, anyway. Crazy dragonfly butterfly things. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we we do find uh Cut and his wife Sue and their their two children. And um yeah, we, we mentioned something about their children. I mean, obviously like Sue's a Twilight and um Cut's a clone. Um. And um yeah, I mean their their kids like have some some patchy skin, yeah. which is, which is well, interesting because it's almost like war paint on the one kid's forehead. It's weird. Kind of. Yeah. But you know, in, in all honesty, it does kind of make sense. Cause like, I think we gloss over a lot of like interspecies mating. Yeah. Where it's just like, everybody's very flat or we just don't talk about it enough, but you would have to assume that there would be some incompatibilities between like the human and like a twilight or a human and, whatever i mean whatever right. you choose to mate with but yeah they the the one the one child who is blue mm-hmm. uh has like these gray uh patches and you're right it does kind of it, it looks cool because it's almost like a war paint it's it's sort of down his chin and neck kind of like uh mary allen with their tattoos mm-hmm. type of deal but um I mean it, it's it's interesting to see little imperfections like that because again most of the time everything is just so smooth and glassy yeah. to have those imperfections is a lot closer to reality and I you know I I've always kind of wondered this I I've never looked into it but like so <laughs> you have one kid who is blue the other kid who's kind of like I don't know pinkish salmon yeah sort of pinkish <laughs> salmon and then their mother is like magenta
1: is that just randomized with that species well yeah i kind of wonder father imprint on that color but
0: that being said Hera and her father do not match either Mm -hmm. i mean look at look at the mother i mean she is she's i mean that the her color is sick
1: do the brother and sister in mandalorian match i don't think they do either the brother's blue I'm gonna look it up. And I can't I'm totally spell blanking on the sister, but I I feel like they did not match.
0: She's green. Is she green? No. She was uh sort of no, yeah, they did. I oh, mean she okay. she was they a little did. bit wow. less purple, but kind of purple, and he was a little bit more purple. Yeah. Yeah, that was old Tonks. Old Harry and uh the she also was in Game of Thrones too. Mm. She was like the the wildling. Hmm. Anyway, uh yeah. Interesting species. I mean I think we've always had sort of there's always a fascination with, with Twilix, yeah. And then you have like the high the the high eyebrow ridged, like well, like uh, Hera's father. Yeah. And then like Hera is very, you know, just like normal. almost human. Yeah. I don't want to say normal, but almost has more of a human cranium. Right. You know what I mean? There's even different craniums and different colors and it's um it's fascinating. And I've never really looked in that I, the cranium thing might be a male thing
1: would make sense because we even have that with the and I'm totally blanking on their names the brother and sister from Mandalorian yeah it's kind it does, of the same it, thing there let
0: let's be honest it doesn't matter who no. they are no it really doesn't <laughs> <laughs> one of them's dead and the other one's you know in prison yeah so actually you know and and uh, apologies I am pretty ignorant on the. Biology or whatever of <laughs> Twilix, but I, I do I think that the multicolored thing is kind of neat, and and in this one family you have literally three yeah different all different colors, and then you have some of the, the patchy aspects, which I assume is with the um the interspecies mating. Mm-hmm. So that kind of interesting, kind of interesting.
1: But of course, we have to get to the important thing in this scene as we're talking about this family. Probably the most jarring, awkward thing that we've watched in our just above hour and a half of Bad batch so far. the music playing <laughs> when the kids start playing is so out of place and you even you you pinned it, it down. It's like it's from a, another Disney franchise. Yeah, they have <laughs>
0: this tinkly music it was it was pretty hilarious and it went on a little too long yeah, too. And I don't
1: know if it was just because I was getting irritated, but it almost seemed like it was getting louder. Very gradually. I I agree. I'd forgotten about that. We just watched it, too. Like, you just keep getting these face shots. They keep going back and forth between the parents and members of the Bad Batch. And I just want someone at some point, like Wrecker, to get really mad and be like, make the music stop.
0: Yeah. (laughs) God. Well, you know, the kids go out and play, and this is like Omega's first time even playing. Yeah, doesn't understand the concept of catch whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, they're tossing around this little weird ball and... You know, she doesn't know what to do. Why are you mm-hmm. throwing me this ball? What right. am I supposed to do with it? But she's having fun. But yeah, the, it, it keeps a little bit of the childlike wonder in the show. Mm-hmm. Clone Wars was pretty violent. Yes. And this is going to be as well. But very well could be, yeah. Yeah. But to have some of that kid-like stuff in there is, is not a bad thing. But, yeah, yeah. the music just hit weird. Yeah. It was such a weird choice. But it d- it definitely felt like, like a Disney more than a Star Wars. So that was and fun.
1: These shows are kind of in a weird category, too. Because, I mean, yes, based on the rating system and the fact that it's animated, it is essentially a kid's show. But you get into some pretty deep topics and, like, You know, obviously all the violence you were talking about. So those moments are jarring. Like you forget for a second what you're watching.
0: Well, you know, I'll be honest with you. Like we we grew up with pretty, at least in my generation, I think that there was definitely violence in kids shows, but it was more innuendo. Yeah. There was a, a bit. There was a lot of innuendo, which I think accounts for a lot of like 30-aged people's weird, darker humor. Yeah, I would agree. Like just think of Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life. And I mean Rocco worked
1: for a sex line. Yeah. Oh baby, <laughs> oh baby, oh. Yeah. Literally every show we grew up with had some weird hidden stuff that we never caught on the first. Watch through it, yes. but I almost wonder if it was just to keep the parents sane and which, entertained. Which I think, wh- which it. I think
0: it is. But like, I, I also think that there's, I, I'm that's that's too big of a <laughs> that's too big of a conversation a big topic. Yeah. that goes way out of Star Wars. But I do think that you you can't you can't shelter kids forever. True. Sometimes you have to show them some themes, and uh, you know maybe they're ready for them. Um, I but think you the as big the parent thing with should that is that. the the parent needs to be a part of it and actually yes.
1: interact with the child as they're viewing those things. Hundred percent, explain it.
0: Hundred percent. And I have friends that um, that really wanted to watch. Like, uh, I, I have a buddy uh, Chase. I don't think he'll mind me, you know, outing <laughs> why he's a nerd. Uh, <laughs> so he, he has the Star Trek podcast. Mm-hmm. These are the voyages which I sometimes have been on here and there. But I remember we were watching, what was the last series that dropped? Discovery, and I also think the Picard series. Hmm. He was thinking about trying to watch this with his daughter, his young daughter. But the problem was is that, nah. Nah, no, 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 no. It was (laughs) not kid-friendly at all. All Not like the next gen was when I was a kid growing up. You miss next gen. Mm-hmm. Um, you were born late. You didn't really watch Star Trek. Though. I didn't get into it, and I do regret that now.
1: Well, it's all on Netflix, dude. a lot dude. to get into, though. You'd, but it's just, like saying, I want to get into Doctor Who. You know, <laughs> It's a lot to get into.
0: Yeah, Doctor Who's bingeable, though. If you really want to get into it, you mm-hmm. just start with the new seasons and go. And if you want to go back to the old seasons, totally do it. But, um, yeah, Trek does have a lot mm-hmm. and there are a lot of there's a lot of gatekeeping there too just like uh, there is in Star Wars while well, DS9's the best no Voyager's the best no Voyager's trash and it is trash um not all of it some was good most of it was trash but like next gen oh Patrick Stewart was yeah. sick that's so, funny
1: I did see a... yes <clears throat> lame as Crap for me to mention, but I do watch TikTok quite a bit. Oh my then, god! There was a Star Wars. I, I'm going to mute your mic. No, no, here. No, no. <laughs> I'll just say it into your mic then. No, but there's a Star Wars one, and it's like this person. You know, I watch Mandalorian. I think I want to get into Star Wars now. <laughs> and then their friends like, oh, 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 how do you want to do it? It's like, yeah, how do you want to watch it? It's like on TV. It's like, no, 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 no. There's so many ways to watch it. And at one point, it's like you do everything chronologically and then you splice Revenge of the Sith in with Clone Wars as those are coinciding at oh the end. Oh god. And the guy's like uh never mind. I don't want to get into Star Wars now. Yeah. <laughs> but they had mentioned the gatekeeper stuff too, but that's always fun to deal with people who are like that.
0: I'll tell you what, I've never done a true chronological watch through of Star Wars or Star yep. Trek. Star Wars. Mm. Uh, actually, I, I, either like a true. I'm, a, I'm I mean, trek, S- trek is long. There's a there's a lot. A lot
1: Honestly, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It's hard for me to actually go through a trilogy consistently in one week. Let yeah. alone chronological order. And when you start adding in books or shows or all the other stuff that like I'm sorry, Clone Wars is kind of difficult because like you get to Attack of the Clones and then oh you have seven seasons of a show to watch now. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to do that. For
0: sure. For sure. Anyway, let's sort of get back in the episode here um, because we're at the point where, you know, Omega tosses the ball mm-hmm. too long for some reason and goes past the fence.
1: That we're just supposed to deal with the ball later. Don't go past the fence. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever that means. Well, we have some
0: cat, cat-like cat creature. Kind of
1: remind you of what attacked Padme and uh, the yeah. Smaller Gladiator scene.
0: Smaller version of it, yeah. And we have Sue up there with the um, with the Tuscan rifle, and apparently this thing is impervious to blaster bolts, or that's fun. And knives.
1: Yeah, and knives that cut through droids like butter. That's, and, that's and steel,
0: cool. like literal steel walls. Yeah. And people. Yeah. But not this guy. But we scare it off for no reason, even though it's immortal. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I didn't get it. But then we do have an interesting, and it, it is actually kind of interesting because um, Hunter does kind of come down a little heavy mm-hmm. on Omega, and like we see, Cut's sort of like paternal instinct, and like he literally like picks up her. <laughs> you know how kids get that catatonic body when they're like. I don't even want to deal with it anymore. <laughs> and you just have to pick them up like a sack of potatoes. Yeah. They they are not supporting <laughs> themselves at all. And she is like way too big for yeah. this at this plank. point. Go plank. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> and and it's funny. Cause like he, he takes her into the house and like the bad batch is like, well, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how you father, you know, uh, there's no paternal well, instinct hey, here.
1: Like Crosshair said, kids is not Hunter's specialty but somehow Crosshair oh has the right to say that. That was so stupid.
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there are some random lines. I, I do remember saying that during the episode, because Crosshair does say that in the first episode, where it's like, yeah, I guess kids just aren't your specialty. How would you
1: know? But the creepy sniper guy is good with kids, you, apparently.
0: Well, I mean, you know, Leon the professional, man, he, he knew how to take <laughs> care of Natalie Portman. She, God, she was so young in that movie. That was a good movie, though.
1: What was the name of that movie again? The Professional. Was that The Professional? Yeah, The
0: Professional. Man, yeah. Anyway, I think that might have been her first, like, actual acting really? credit. I don't remember that, but I think she was super young. Anyway, we get <laughs> we get more like, you know, par- parental parental talk, which I think is interesting. But we get in the crux of this particular episode where. We learned that you have to have chain codes now to travel. They're locking down ships, literally just impounding ships. The Empire is seemingly everywhere. You turn in your old money for new credits, Imperial credits.
1: Mm-hmm. You got a weird guy that seems like he might be important at some point announcing yeah. that, but you're not sure if he is or not. Yeah,
0: some sort of Imperial officer that, you know, I kind of said, it's like, are we going to need to know that guy later? Yeah, it just maybe? seemed like. He
1: should stand out like he should be important in some way,
0: yeah. Maybe I don't know. Well, anyway, tech has an idea to get the ship impounded so that they can steal the floppy disk chain codes. Mm-hmm. In the, in the, like, it's like the hotel key card <laughs> maker machine. It, it
1: just amazes me. Like, we have micro SDs that hold a ridiculous amount of information, and these big floppy disks are holding like. The uh, smallest type of bytes of information possible, and it has to be that big.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it, you know, it's wallet size. I don't know. Do they have wallets in Star Wars? Like Bantha leather? Well, I can leather? tell you
1: right now that in Rebels, there ain't no room for pockets. Well, not tight-fitting stuff. <laughs> not those form fitting <laughs> yeah. clothes
0: and armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why
1: you have the chain code. That's like the equivalent of you giving your credit card number when ordering a pizza. That's what your chain code does. <laughs> I don't need a wallet. I just have my chain code. <laughs> you think that's like social security number? It's how they depict it in this. I mean, it's yeah. basically how you're able to track people in a way. Like, Okay. Are you going to go there? I feel like I know where you're going Is it a this. bad
0: thing? No, I'm just saying because, like, if you... If, listen, the Republic has always tried to do this interconnected galaxy thing. But they half-ass it always well, always <laughs> but you know i know that there is a par- like a much worse parallel mm-hmm. and essentially you can talk about like the barcodes on Ju- what I was the thinking. Jewish you people going, from like yeah. from Aus- you know, auschwitz and the in the camps and you know but when you have this and i know it was you know got ill begotten evil empire. And we know what Palpatine does with information, Mm -hmm. but
1: did the galaxy never
0: have like a universal code type of thing? Yeah. Like old Republic never did this or even just planets. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like planets don't have this data. Right. There's no birth certificates and I don't know. There's no social programs that require you to have a a card or, or a specific of specific number for a system. Star Wars is not very good
1: at getting into the day-to-day lives of citizens.
0: No. Yeah, I mean, we know that, that Palpatine's intention with this chain code is control.
1: But if you're actually talking about like, okay, all right, New Republic, you're actually going to do this properly and unite the galaxy, that would be a valid
0: start. Well, yeah, I mean, just uh, for transit. Yeah. And, I mean, and which for, is kind of what this is implying, that right. in order to travel off-world, you have to have a chain code. Right. I don't know, man. I mean, I I, I get the implication. Imagine being a cop or a detective in this space universe. Cop.
1: With, 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 space cop. Solving dystopian space crimes. Without there being any real identification
0: for anybody. We must find their chain code. Oh, no. We are dealing with an unregistered replicant. Well, it's like,
1: uh, I'm sorry, even like, let's go back to Tatooine, and you've got you've got Stormtroopers looking for specific droids. They don't have a serial number to go off of. They don't have anything to go off. Of. You know,
0: yeah. They don't yeah. have a picture
1: of the droids to go off of. Like,
0: well, there, there's no such thing as a camera in Stormtroopers.
1: Clearly. Or, but we have a picture of the bad batch <laughs> that omega finds in the last episode so no it's
0: for the training cards clearly yeah I, yeah again i mean i i i know we know in mm-hmm. retrospect with hindsight and with more information that the emperor uses this information for his own gains for control it's a For him, it is a bad thing because he is a bad person. Right. But it actually seems a little bit odd.
1: That everyone's freaking out about it.
0: Well, I mean, that it wouldn't have happened already. Yeah, that that too. That the Republic would have never had some sort of database for travel. Or just to, you know, like intergalactic credit card. Mm -hmm. Intergalactic planetary (sighs) credit card. You know, you you have credit like credit card, planetary, <laughs> intergalactic. Well, 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 you know, you know, <laughs> like old, your commercials sometimes use old music. Yeah. It's like, and here when they were when they're making this, it's like, man, here's an oldie from the Terran system, man, <laughs> intergalactic, planetary, <laughs> planetary, credit card, galactic. You know. <laughs> 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 You've got a connection. You've got a connection. You've got a connection. You've got a connection.
1: <laughs> and we've lost everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could make a jingle out of that with oh, totally. an intergalactic credit card. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and then you just have like some some random white dude, like older white guy who pops up after that. Yeah, come on down to Owls and get your intergalactic credit card. Don't forget your chain code number, because if you don't, you're wiggity-wiggity-whack.
1: Every intergalactic (laughs) credit card comes with an intergalactic planetary chain code data number. (laughs) So come down now.
0: (laughs) Come down to your local DMV now. Uh, You just have Palpatine showing up as like, word. (laughs) I mean that'd be a '90s commercial. You oh, yeah. you know that would yes. be like a late '80s, early '90s commercial right there.
1: You know it was great. Again, TikTok.
0: <laughs> well, I, I listen.
1: I watch a lot of them that like go back to '90s stuff. Like, do you remember when Walmart used to look like this? Like, how did you find that? Like, did you take a video of this and just save it? But like, one of them was remember that old Quiznos uh, commercial? <laughs> yeah, hey, Quiznos. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> The creepy little doll things with the big teeth—they were like hamsters, hamsters, yeah, yeah. That was terrible. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I I watch Twitch streams sometimes just Mm. in background. But one of them, I'm the zoomer. (laughs) Well, you're also younger than I am, so yes, you are. Much, you are a zoomer. I am a millennial, by the way. No, you're definitely zooming around there. Zoom zooming zooming on your TikTok. Anyway, so what they did is these guys had it have been having streams with old commercials like they did one on like national beer day and it was all old beer commercials mm-hmm. all dude it remember was, the old bud light commercials listen we're, we're they went back like to the 70s and like oh, all these God. big, like hairy dudes with mustaches, like clinking glasses and giving <laughs> people high fives, dude. It was hilarious, but anyway, they did do a lot of 90s, uh, 90s stuff at one point. They did like video game stuff mm-hmm. and like just general 90s, like toys and general, whatever. Right. Um, but no, everybody rapped <laughs> every yeah. and it was the same, like. It was the same beat too. It was the same like Run DMC like late eighties Run DMC beat. You know right. what I mean? And uh, uh, what was it the Sugar Hill Gang? It was the same. It was like the same beat for every single commercial, and they all rapped. Anyway, we've got to get the intergalactic uh, planetary <laughs> chain code credit card going. Um, and that's how you can register for our Patreon, and then yeah. we will not steal your information, but we might steal your. We identity. will have your chain code <laughs> on file in our floppy disk. Do you think? Do because I I I worked in in the fraud world for a little while. Do you think that there's like a big black market for chain codes? There has to be, right? <laughs> like people stealing and say, like, "I got a clean chain code for you, man. It's gonna be, you know." 100,000 credits mm. But I need a chain code to pay for that
1: Well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I We need can to, finance it for
0: you You I need the chain off. code and then you can pay <laughs> you, you just you just see Jason Bourne Walk in I need a ch- clean chain code so that I can get off planet Well I've got one for you Punk It's gonna be 100,000 you uh, I'm not making up movies. We <laughs> got to move on chain codes, but see in all seriousness, it's like a floppy disc. Yeah. It's, it's like a floppy disc. And, and like if you guys have ever been to a hotel and they make the, the, um, I worked at a hotel too and I had to do it a few times for people. Um, not that I was supposed to, well, I I can, I did whatever I wanted there. It was hilarious. So weren't you
1: the cook there?
0: I, I, I ran <laughs> the, yeah, I ran the kitchen that was in, the, that was in there. And then I also did maintenance mm-hmm. from time to time. Um, but yeah, it was like one of those machines that make the room key cards as you type in the room number and then you right. You know, you give them the wrong one sometimes just to, you know what if they're really being an a-hole mm-hmm. and that really does happen a lot. Oh, sure. So don't don't be an a-hole to those guys cuz they will screw your card up. Anyway. So we get those stolen, we get them to the family um uh, Hunter was gonna have Omega go with the family so that they could be a family, but she's like, "Nah, dog. Got I want a family. Yeah, I want to stay with you guys because you guys are like super duper rad, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do rad things. Oh, by the way, she's uh, let her hair down.
1: <laughs> yeah, so her weird little forehead pendant thing is actually a. Actually, a fishnet for her <laughs> hair. Like. So
0: I remember in in high school, um,
1: like lunch lady hairnet. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: There was there was something that went... because like we for a time there we all like grew our hair out, Mm-mm. and um, you had a lot of the soccer players that got into this European thing. Like David Beckham would have those little, um, I don't know, they were like really thin hair bands, but they would they would like prop your hair yeah, up halfway, yeah. kind of like Kramer. You all look like a bunch of weird Kramers because your <laughs> hair would be all sticky uppy, but it would be out of your face. That's kind of what I think. It's it's just like it's just there to keep it slick back. I don't know. Do do you like it slick back or do you like her bangs? No,
1: honestly, after seeing her without it, I hate her with it. Like she needs to just throw that thing away. It's weird.
0: Oh, so you don't like the head pendant? No, I you like it. the natural hair. Yes, I do not like the okay. head pendant. Pan- you you did point it out, and I kind of it, it is kind of anime hair though. Yes, yes, it is. It's just, I
1: don't know. It's almost like Super Saiyan Light. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like I it's the see same that. style of hair. It's just kind of weird to me. Yeah, but no, I, 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 yeah, I, I think the, I think the hair down definitely puts her a little bit more into the commando bad batch. We're sort of mm-hmm. going rough, and right. the the head thing up just sort of makes Go, her seem going like going the hunter route a little bit. Well, she did copy him. You remember in the cell. Where he was like he'd move his hand, she'd move. Did you catch that? Yeah, yeah. She would. She was mimicking him. Hunter's definitely gonna be the dad. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean it's it's dad and like all the bunch of weird uncle. It's commando dad. It's commando (laughs) Rambo dad. So you have Sylvester Stallone as a dad, and then you have like a bunch of random uncles. Like Wrecker is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you know Tech is like.
1: I wouldn't even go that route. I would say that Wrecker is like. Chewy, and she's like Jason or Jaina. <laughs> Dude, I was I was only
0: trying to make like cheesy. 90s, oh, I get it, I get it. But the uh, intelligence level there is more
1: on Chewy's level. Yeah, no
0: doubt. Arnold. <laughs> um, there was one other part here that I that we both kind of said a few times when mm-hmm. Cut was going because they did get their uh chain codes, yeah, which they then had to stick into the gas station. Uh, tray tray thing. No, it wasn't or even no, that. No, they I'm sorry, it, yeah, yeah, They yeah, put yeah. it in the collection tray okay. and then it went I get went 20 into on
1: the- pump. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> here's my chain code.
0: <laughs> I'm going to need five packs of, you know, Marlboro Reds and a couple <laughs> cans of Skull long cut winter green and about 20 on. No, wait. Give, give me five. that. Five. Give me Give me, give five. me a, bag of, a little bag of cool ranch Doritos while you're we at me, it. Get, uh, give me five on, on pump one. Are you. You only need five dollars worth of gas. No, I need a lot more than that. But I now want I, stuff. I, I, I spend all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they are able to get away. But right as Cut is getting on the transport, one of the troopers like looks at him. It's like you look like. And then he's called away. It's right. like we kept saying it beforehand. It's like you look like me. Yeah, you look like. Yeah, oh, he said it. So yeah. there was actually one other joke
1: in the first episode we didn't mention that I appreciated. Um, it's a reference to Echo.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, text like call.
1: explaining away why no one's affected by the inhibitor chips. Like, well, what about Echo? He's a reg. Well, he's more machine than man now. Yeah, on a percentile basis.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good callback. Yeah, I I like that. Um, God, even just looking at him, you have you have Rambo looking. Oh yeah, and then you have uh, a ponchoed yes. wrecker. I don't know.
1: I don't know about that. He's this Danny concert. Trejo. He is Danny Trejo.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's you know, true.
1: You know my biggest issue with this episode, and I'm
0: really hoping that this is How not this gonna planet be, also doesn't have any intercept ships, even though they've literally confiscated all the ships? Yes, but <laughs> to
1: expand on that, so we get into this conversation about, oh, we got to get a transport off planet. Okay, we have a ship. And they even say, well, we could just take you where you're going. Well, I don't yeah. want to associate with you guys. You're wanted. But you're going to go ahead and follow me everywhere I go in town and just hang out with me and, you know, be around my family and everything anyway. So this entire episode, at least half of it, could have just been completely deleted. If we had just jumped on their ship and left, because guess what, no one was gonna follow them because there are clearly no ships chasing
0: them. Yeah. Again. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. And what if they weren't able to get the chain codes? Right at that point, they're impounded. They're screwed.
1: <laughs> well, they would. Well,
0: no, I mean, just the family, they would have been caught. Oh yeah. I mean, there's literally nothing that they would have done. So their only choice would have been having to go with the bad batch. I
1: don't know. It just it's it felt like a really. Really big plot hole to me that was really glaring.
0: Yeah, and, it's like we we could drop you off wherever you want to go. However, it does fix that they would have to eventually have chain codes. Now they do, true, and they can true. just blend in and you know go play the valacord. You know, yeah, yeah. I was gonna learn it.
1: <laughs> no,
0: you weren't. You never, you never were going to learn it. <laughs> oh, because I was never gonna let you. Well, we stretched out about an hour and a half. You believe that? Yeah.
1: How it much does. of it was actually talking about Bad Batch?
0: <laughs> yeah, we need was, to get on that. another rant. <laughs> God no, let's not. <laughs> so anyway, that's the first two episodes. Um I guess just as far as plans for the for the remaining Bad Batch, we're obviously gonna go week by week. We're gonna get some comics in here on top of episodes. Got Thrawn coming up. Uh, well, it's already out, so next week we, I mean, we'll talk about it afterwards, mm-hmm. but the plan was to try and get Thrawn in with the next episode, Bad Batch, which is going to be... <laughs> uh, Thrawn's going to be a long review, I feel like. Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, we could put out two episodes, but the only problem with that is is that I would have to do some re upload stuff. Especially, like, YouTube. I mean, nobody watches it on YouTube. Some people do. But, um, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk about it after this. But, uh, don't want to let the comics get behind. So, we'll probably throw those in as, like, little tasters here and there. Yeah, because I feel like we're
1: not going to have, with it being 30-minute episodes, we're not going to have this
0: much of an episode out of that. Well, it just yeah. all depends, though, because, like, so I remember... This like some essentially
1: th- three episodes. The length of three episodes uh, we're reviewing
0: uh, right now. Uh, true, true. And Mando didn't keep... I mean, even though we were more excited about Mando, it didn't necessarily always keep us very long.
1: hmm We had but, a lot of theorizing and speculation. Yeah. A lot of fluff I, in those videos.
0: Yeah. 16 total episodes. Mm-hmm. So we have 14 left. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a run, yeah. That's a run, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I we'll we'll decide kind of what we cycle in here. You know, we've kind of pushed back uh, some of the new, new Jedi Order books. We were originally going to do one of those, and we skipped it just because you were sick, and I didn't feel like it. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, we'll we'll have to figure it out. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out as we go. I mean, we'll plan it because it does go a lot lot easier when we do. Um, but yeah, well, I'm
1: sure we'll be able to
0: pack in quite a bit cause we had been talking about doing a camping trip
1: here soon. And obviously when we do yeah. that, I usually come down on a Friday and we'll have all night to do like two, three episodes. Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Podcast.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll get it in there, but at any rate folks, if you have anything that you'd like to hear, uh, you know, converse with us. Again, Twitter, TC Plan Podcast, uh, Facebook's out there, or you can just send us a good old email to tcplanpodcast at gmail.com. All this stuff is down in the show notes or description or wherever if you want to look there. But uh, yeah, get in contact us, contact with us, and let us know what you thought about the episodes. Let us know what you'd like to see in future episodes, and we might even do it, or we might not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see, but anyway, lots more to come. Lots more Bad Batch comics, books. I don't know other things.
1: Sure, yeah, other things. Fun. someday we're finally gonna get into video games, but not anytime soon. Yeah, I know, that's it's kinda, a
0: lot of work. It's kind of <laughs>
1: difficult. We'll see. We'll see one day. Because at least when we're doing book reviews, I can listen to it at work.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: I do not want to have to plan for thirty hours of gaming for a video. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Absolutely, so we didn't do any ratings. Let's ratings. What, what sure, do you? What do you, per, What do you think? Per episode, yeah. Let's um, let's go per episode. Episode one. Episode two. All
1: right, you give the first rating on episode one.
0: Do uh, do we do out of ten on? We do yeah. normally out of ten. Yeah, right, books are usually
1: out of five, so I'd say ten for okay for
0: shows. Yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do ten. Um, hmm. Episode one felt shorter than an hour. Um, setup story setup, little rehash. Yeah. Um. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't know. I don't have any strong feelings about it, but I also i don't i don't want to crap on it because it was entertaining. Um, eight, just a just a rookie, solid eight. Okay. There goes my stomach. I don't know if that picked up on the mic, but apparently I might be still hungry. Got the other half of your meal. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Good go. (laughs) What do you got on it? Um, I'm going to go slightly lower.
1: Um, Rehash wasn't terrible, but I felt like we probably didn't need to do that um, as extensively as we did. Sure. Um, They did a very good job with the animation style and, you know... Audio was a little choppy here and there, some weird dialogue. The dialogue was probably my biggest complaint. We had a few things that just were really weird, especially with Crosshair and Hunter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so a little choppy start, but overall I still enjoyed it. I didn't have any major complaints. It just nothing got me super excited for the series. Sure. So I'll go with like a 7.7 on that.
0: Okay, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, episode two. I mean, episode two was was fun. It was uh, mildly intriguing, and you know, sack of potato, <laughs> sack of potatoes, kid. <laughs> that was hilarious. We haven't gotten how old she is, have we? No. Yeah. Yeah, because I know we were both talking pre, well, afterwards. It's like. How does she compare age wise to Boba Fett? Yeah. Because obviously, like Boba was born, in quotations, born before her. Mm-hmm. Um, but how old does that honestly? And is she aged at all? Does she have any right. ad- advanced aging or is or she, she aging straight like up? Boba? Yeah. There's questions. And we don't even know why she's important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that'll be fascinating. But I was, it was a decent episode. Uh, you know, you get a little bit more of her playing. But you don't do the overly awkward. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times when you have that, the person is like just socially awkward. But she at least can get into the mix. Yeah. Which, I'll be honest, I understand both sides. I understand why you do it, the super social awkwardness. Because it's probably more true. Mm-hmm. But I like that she's outgoing. Yeah. I like that she will engage. She doesn't know what to do, but she'll figure it out. And well, it she'll helps build going. the character quite a bit. Yeah. Um and obviously this does sort of seem to be like a hunter and omega story. I think, you know, Wrecker is probably gonna fall completely to the background. Mm-hmm. I think there will be some some stories surrounding Echo. And uh, tech, I don't know. I don't know if tech is interesting enough to a lot of people to really focus. Focus on tech just basically tells us what's going on. Yeah, he, he's your he's yeah he's your narrator almost yeah. in a way. He's your Morgan Freeman. Yeah, uh, <laughs> eh, sort of. Let's not go crazy. Um, but yeah, I I I enjoyed it more. Um, again, I don't want to go too nutty on it. I because uh, it it also I almost want to drop the first score, but I already said it, so I'm not going to revise it. Um, I, I'm probably gonna say like I want to say eight two. Okay. I, I want to say I want to say eight four, but I really think I mean eight two.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um. I really enjoyed most everything with Omega on this episode. Um. All of her interactions were great. The music bugged the crap out of me, so that's <laughs> that's gonna knock the score down a little bit just because of how, how out of place it was. But uh, I really enjoyed everything with Cut and his family. Um, I had some issues with just how easily they could have gotten off the planet. I really don't want to let that affect the score too much because, like you said, they addressed an issue. They got their chain codes. It allows them to move around the galaxy now, so makes sense. Just they they probably just didn't have to add the part where it's like, well, we just take you on our ship, and it would have been fine. Um. So yeah, I I like the development we're getting. With Omega and Hunter so quickly, it's not taking half of the season. So I appreciate that. Um, I'm just gonna give this one a straight eight. Good I, episode. Just yeah, sure. All around good episode.
0: I, I think that's fair. I don't think that's being unfair at all. And you know, it seems like everybody's kind of falling in general line in the eights. Yeah, I would say. What was Rotten Tomato
1: like around the ninety? it was 94? like it was it
0: was like nineties. Early 90s for both critics mm-hmm. and the audience, which, which is, is um, unheard of. Yeah, <laughs> usually you have some, some ratio one way or another, but yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty even. I don't know if I can quickly look that up. I, I actually don't, don't remember where I was at. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can. So it was uh, 90, 93 critics, 95 audience. So yeah, that's
1: pretty impressive.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, definitely, definitely was. So. We'll see how it um, how it continues, but I think it's off to a pretty good start. I know a yeah. lot of people are, are probably um, ready for like Fennec to mm-hmm. show her face at some point. I I really don't know exactly how she fits, but you know there you go. We'll see. Um, so yeah, I think there I think there's a lot to uh, lots to look forward to. Hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully this doesn't suck. Yes. <laughs> but it's a decent start um to a to a new animated series. Yeah. That I don't think we had super high hopes for.
1: It it seems to fall in line with the other big 3 to an extent. So I'm I'm okay with where we're at so far. We'll see how it develops.
0: Yeah, so just before we start to wrap up here Big Theories um or big cameos. Think there will be any big big cameos? You know, we had talked about this and maybe
1: I'm just having a brain fart, but I'm trying to think of how many more people would fall in line with this timeline that we would run into. We've already I I feel like we're going to kind of run into the whole, well, maybe we should maybe we should help this fledgling rebellion, you know, maybe we should side with them. So, who does that leave for you to run into? You've got potentially the Organas. Yeah. Mon Mothma. Sure. Um, I don't know. Would it be weird but also cool if we just had an episode with Akbar?
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Some Mon Mm Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe hiding out on that world for a little bit. Maybe. I, um, I don't know. There's just a... You're not going to run into Han, obviously, or Leia. You could, I guess, with the timeline. It depends on the how far we jump ahead. But sure. I don't know. I, You know, you talked about being a, you know, Monster of the Week format, and that is something that Star Wars is doing a ton of, and it's working for them, so it wouldn't well, surprise me at all. They've, well,
0: what's the arc?
1: Right. You know. That's the thing. Like, what's the main... And Ultimately, it's going to be about Omega, right? Uh, you the assume. other characters are established, and we're not going to see a lot of character growth, I don't think, between... yeah. I, you might see some with Hunter and Crosshair, but that's going to be about it. You know, is going to be Wrecker at the end of this series. Same with Tech and Echo, I think. Yeah. Um, I think at some point we're going to run into Rex here real soon. We were already just a day away from
0: him. He, for, at, I actually don't think we will. Really? Why yeah, is that? I don't know. I just have the feeling like we won't. Hmm. I, I feel like we'll bypass him. Do you think we'll run into Ahsoka? Uh, Why? Hmm. I don't think so. But if we're
1: talking cameos, I mean, you got to go from the list of people. Here's my problem with
0: that. Then you're just overusing Ahsoka. I would agree. But I mean, what would be her point? Because at this point, she would be potentially hiding out on that planet that was in the book. So, because this is, you know, pre or post parting with Rex, and they're in hiding. Mm-hmm. So uh and then after the planet she effectively becomes Fulcrum and she's mm-hmm. in Rebels essentially. Right.
1: But at I that don't... point you could say the same thing about pretty much any surviving Jedi what would be the point in passing by any of them or I mean even like Saul Guerrero to an extent it's like
0: well I mean Saul is is kind of um no offense to him but I mean he's someone you can I don't want yeah I don't want to say expendable but it's not the right word. He's um, he's somebody you can just he's drop nobody's at. favorite. Let's well, be honest. Well, uh, he's yeah. a cool character to an extent, but yeah, he's he's kind of twisted it at a way, you know, him and his boar gullet later on in life. <laughs> but no, I, I just I think he's one of those characters that there's probably not enough meat.
1: Yeah, to, he did he did something important, but like, there we just kind of leave it at that. I yeah. feel
0: like. Yeah, I, I just you know, it's it's cool. It was cool seeing him. You mm-hmm. know, he's you know, obviously still young. We had the the training mm-hmm. with um with Anakin a long time ago. Wasn't that the weird love triangle episode with like Ahsoka and that kid, or was that another one that was I don't all, really I always remember, found
1: that to be kind I, of strange. I honestly do not remember the Sogar era. Stuff from Clone Wars, all that. Well, I mean,
0: oh, jeez, I'm bumping everything. I remember, so I remember some of it, and I remember his sister. His sister obviously was killed, which is kind of why he's sort of nutty in a Mm. way and super suspicious. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Saul, I think, is just somebody you can fit into a lot of different places because he really hasn't been fit into a lot of different things. Like cemented.
1: Well i mean i I feel like other than
0: Rogue One, you just don't have a lot of memorable moments with him. Mm. you think you see well, you think you see kanan little little Caleb again somewhere? I don't think so, but I'm just thinking out loud I think it'd be
1: redundant, and it really wouldn't do a whole lot for the series, honestly. I feel like at some point they are gonna run into a group of surviving. Jedi, maybe run into, like, a master protecting a few Padawan in a deserted planet, and we have a confrontation,
0: obviously, there. You know, see, but I'll, I'll say that I don't think we will. I think that there's sort of a push to not over-utilize the Jedi, you know, whereas they, it was so heavy in the prequels mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, and in Clone Wars. But I, I definitely think that it, it feels like... They're trying to focus more on people than Jedi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think they know how to write them anymore. Because I think even even with High Republic, we're 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 seeing some strain points. You yeah. know, even though they, are, God, they're so OP. They are so, OP. <laughs> they are they so are. OP in the High Republic. Like they would wreck. <laughs> The prequel or a Jedi. I mean, so yeah, so many of them they would they would wreck they would wreck the temple. You know, they just it busts <laughs> in have the like the
1: master's like I can jump really high and heal. It's like I can control the weather.
0: Lightning bolt! <laughs> lightning, bolt <laughs> lightning bolt! Lightning bolt! Lightning <laughs> bolt!
1: I can sink
0: all Jedi together as one hive being. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, it's wild how OP they are. Anyway, no, I don't know. I would be interested to see if they do any major cameos mm-hmm. because yeah it is a timing issue you know you're you're not just gonna like oh luke and leia no they're like babies right <laughs> i mean obi-wan i kind of doubt it han no. hasn't even
1: entered the imperial academy yet although it's i like... will say you know we have kenobi series
0: i think we but, could potentially run into kenobi but it be did, did obi-wan Ooh. kenobi stay on tatooine all the time I right. think the answer is no. No, nah. I, cool, really <laughs> I saw a cool, really boring. I saw a cool, like fan-made poster thing of like you McGregor with like a little kid, like a little Luke on his shoulders. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that was that was, was <laughs> kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll see, but I don't know. I, I think it, it's hard because I I do think that the story is supposed to be more about Omega. Yeah. But why? I, I, we, we haven't gotten to the why is she important yet.
1: Right. I mean, at this point, I feel like second episode of Rebels or Clone Wars, you knew what was going to happen. Like, you knew you were going to have a bunch of cool messing with the Empire shenanigan adventures with Rebels by second episode. Clone Wars, you knew from the beginning what that was going to be about. But this just yeah. seems really ambiguous.
0: But I will say that that seems like it would be accurate, though. Because everything you knew is now gone. So right. what is your what is your aim? You're not really fighting anything yet. Right. You're just trying to figure out what it is that you're supposed to do. So I I mean, really, I think I I think it makes sense, but we'll see. I think one of the big
1: questions is how big of a baddie is crosshair gonna be and how often are we gonna run into him?
0: Yeah, I mean that's very true. We 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 do have to get to the point where where we see how 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 crazy he's gonna be. Right.
1: And are we able to save him or do we have to kill him? Yeah. Yeah, Cle- that's interesting. Clearly we can, but it's not something that I think tech's just gonna be able to do yeah. as like a field surgery. They obviously need the equipment. So I'll say this
0: it. I do think we will lose one of the Bad Batch. Yeah. I think and, and I am leaning towards crosshair quite a bit. Uh I think that it's either gonna be Wrecker or or uh tech. No. Echo. Echo. God. Yeah. One of the two of them.
1: Echo seems like just a martyr in general. He really
0: does. Yeah, which is why you kinda lean more toward him surviving, but at the same token it's like I kind of feel like he's he'll die.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I would say one of the reasons you feel that way, though, is that they have made him feel very underpowered compared to the rest. Like, he is kind of weak compared to the rest of the Bad Batch, unfortunately. He is still a reg.
0: And in a way, that's true. But you start to identify who is supposed to be your main character and how Mm -hmm. expendable they are is contingent on others stepping up. And obviously, the main person here is Hunter. And if you take him out, you have to end the show right. because there's no way to continue. I mean, there is a way to continue, but I don't think there's... A, it wouldn't be enjoyable. There's no strong connection, and it would just be more ambiguous at that point because I think that this story is focused around a relationship,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that father-daughter kind of relationship, kind of like a you know Joel and Ellie or something through Last mm-hmm. of Us. I, I, think it's, I think it's kind of that. I just feel like I wouldn't care if Record died, though. Well, and and again, if you can't kill the main character, then you have to kill somebody people would probably be okay with. Which, unfortunately, you could make a really good send-off for Record and probably for Echo as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, how emotional would it be? Mm. Or you don't kill anyone at all.
1: And I think if you do end up killing one of the members... I almost feel like Crosshair needs to be the one to do it. Cuz that would make it emotional.
0: Yeah, either that or he he's able to turn back, remutate his programming and then he sacrifices himself. Yeah. You know, in a redemption arc. Mhm. Not to be too corny, but that's p- possible as well. Star Wars loves its redemption arcs. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. But I think we've yakked enough about this uh, so yeah. far. There's probably more to yak about as we go along. But again, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Um, follow us on all the social media. I think I already mentioned that already as we attempted to sign off about 20 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> but uh, let us know what you thought of Bad Batch and any theories. We'd love to hear from you and talk about them here. So that's it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your week. And as always, May the Force.